So uh, today uh, Parashat uh, Vayigash Shnat Tavshin Peibet Chazak Baruch for Avram that he is helping us and Chazak Baruch also to Yitzchak Dweck. Today the Shiur was uh, sponsored in honor of me by uh, Joe Shama. Uh, very good, excellent uh, boy that uh, learns uh, outstanding. Uh, I, I want to tell him thank you very much for, uh, for sponsoring me. In the parasha we have that Yaakov Avinu is preparing himself to go down to Eretz Mitzrayim. And the Pasuk says, Ve'et Yehuda shalach lefanav el Yosef lehorot lefanav goshna. Yosef, Yaakov is sending Yehuda to Eretz Goshen before they are coming to Eretz Mitzrayim. Simply is to show the way. But Rashi says to establish a bet Talmud, means to establish a place for learning Torah, the Torah that was at that time that was passed over from Abraham to Yitzchak, from Yitzchak to Yaakov, from Yeshivot Shem Ve'ever, etc. From where Rashi learned that it comes, that the, perp, that the meaning of lehorot means to establish a place for learning Torah, because explain this if you take the word lehorot and you change the order of the letters, you will get the word Letorah. So Yaakov sent Yehuda to Torah to establish the place of Torah in Eretz Goshen. And the question here is why Yaakov sent Yehuda? Yehuda he represents the kingdom in Am Israel. Yaakov Avinu, he prepared and he had children. He had one, one son that he was the Rosh Yeshiva in Eretz Israel. Who, who is the Rosh Yeshiva? I would like to tell you, to read in front of you the Rambam in Ilchot Avodazara in Perek Aleph. The Rambam says there that Abraham Avinu, he used to go from city to city and he used to, uh, to influence people to come and to, and, 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 and to learn. And, and the Rambam continues that all the Torah that Abraham Avinu had, he passed it to his son Yitzchak and Yitzchak passed it to Yaakov. And Yaakov, he prepared Levi, 
ומינהו ראש והושיבו בישיבה ללמד דרך השם ולשמור מצוות אברהם. So יעקב אבינו, he prepared Levi to be the ראש ישיבה. How come he sends Yehuda for it? Explain the Baal Tiferet Shlomo that Yehuda, he had a special characteristic that fits at that time to establish yeshiva in the Galut. <laughs> what was the special characteristic that Yehuda said to Yaakov, Anochi e'ervenu miyadi tevakshenu. Yehuda, he, he took upon himself responsibility on his brother. Yaakov understood that the Galut, Mitzrayim, is a dangerous place, especially that the impurity in Egypt was very, very big. And he understood that in this place, in Egypt, you need help from one brother to the other. And who will be able to do it? Yehuda. Because he had, he showed to Yaakov this trait that he had. Arevut. Anochi ervenu. Therefore, Yaakov sent Yehuda to be the establisher of the yeshiva, that the base of the yeshiva will be every boy helps the other, that no one will fail and no one will fail. The, the influence of the, the, the staying in Galut is very, very, is very, very strong. And I remember I saw once and the Chachamim is the biggest Rabbanim in, in Europe, uh, they used to check themselves whether something from the Goyim culture uh, stuck in them. I uh, remember I read once a story about the Chafetz Chaim that one day uh, he was uh, standing and he was saying the Birkot HaShachar. And he said, Baruch Atamonai Asher Natan Vasechibi Bina Davchim Ben Yom Ben Laila. And then when he came to the Bracha, Baruch Atamonai Shelo Asani Goi, he stopped and he didn't continue and it took him around three minutes till he came to the next beracha. So uh, the people around him asked him, Rabbi, what happened? Why did you stop? So he said, he answered them. And I said the beracha shelo asani goi, I checked all my behavior. If maybe there is something 
that stuck in me, which is from the Goyim culture. This is the explanation that we said before of Baal Tiferet Shlomo, why Yaakov sent Yehuda to establish the yeshiva. There is also another explanation, an American explanation, why Yaakov sent Yehuda. Because Levi, he was a Rosh Yeshiva in Israel. In Israel, everything is modest. Everything is a, is a, I mean, a chair is a, is a chair is a chair made of wood. There is now it's not so comfortable. The tables are not so comfortable. Everything is a, I mean, we live as is. But Yaakov Avinu understood that in uh, in Galut you need a good place that people would like to come to learn in the yeshiva. So therefore he said, I need a person that had a royal mind. And since Yehuda, he is the royal, the king. So therefore he sent Yehuda that he would establish the, the, the yeshiva. And he will know what beds he has to choose and what kind of, uh, of chairs he has to be there and what the kind of Aron Kodesh to be there. Therefore, he sent Yehuda. But this is in brackets. But still, we have to understand the family of Yaakov is, is preparing to get to go to Egypt. Why Yaakov Avinu is, rush, is rushing? What's the rush to establish the yeshiva first? We say, come uh, to Egypt, see where you are going to live, which neighborhood, choose the neighborhood, choose the, build the houses. And after this, find the best place to build the yeshiva. Why you have to build the yeshiva before you are coming even to Egypt. First of all, the yeshiva, and then establish the settlement. First of all, establish settlement and then go to, and, and then build the yeshiva. This question asked the father-in-law of my Rosh Yeshiva in Yeshivat Hebron. The Rosh Yeshiva in Yeshivat Hebron was Rav Moshe Hebroni. He was the son-in-law of Moshe, Moshe Mordechai Epstein. And he wrote a book, several books. And in the introduction of the book, Levush Mordechai on Mesechet Baba Metzia, he gave an explanation to this. And I would like to share with you what he said. Before he explained it, he brought the Gemara in Mesechet Eirachim, in Daflamid Gimel there. The Gemara deals there about Irchoma, a walled city. And you know that walled cities has special halachot in Judaism. 
For instance, a person who sold a house in a walled city, the, the, the seller, he can rebuy the house back within a year. The same thing, the same halacha applies also if a person sold a, a house in an unwalled city, in a village. Also, he has an ability to bring the money back within a year to the, to the, to the, uh, to the buyer and to get the house back. Because the Torah understood that every person wants to live in his house. And why he sold the house? Because he was very, in a very, very bad um, uh, monetary situation. And the, and the Torah gave him the opportunity to, within a year, to collect money and to rebuy the house. But a house that you sell in an unwalled city, the house is being sold till the Yovel. But in an unwalled city, the house is being sold forever. It doesn't go, go it doesn't come back to the seller in the Yovel. Now the question is, what is considered a walled city? The Gemara in Mesechet Eirachim, and also in, brought in Mesechet Megillah, the Gemara brought the definition, what is a walled city? And says the Gemara, a walled city is a city that first of all, the wall was built. People built first of all the wall, and then they build the houses in the city. But if in the beginning, the people build the, the houses and there was already a settlement and then they build the wall, this is not considered a walled city. And the question is, what do I care when they build the wall? If they build the wall before the settlement or they build the wall after the settlement. Anyway, you have a wall around the city. So what is the difference? Why this definition? First of all, the wall and then the houses. Only then it considered a walled city. And he explained, if in the beginning, the people built the wall and then they build the, the, the houses. This is an indication that shows that the whole settlement is because of the wall. The wall is the main protection for the people. And only because of the wall, they came to settle in this city. But if they, if, if, if first of all, they build the houses and only then after this, they build the wall, 
this is an, indi an indication that the place is a settlement, even without the wall, it was a settlement. And they built the wall in order to have an extra um, uh, uh, protection. But the, the place is considered uh, the, the, the place is considered a settlement even without the wall. Till here is the explanation of Ramosha Motra Epstein about the Gemara. Now we, he continues about our issue. What is the wall that protects Am Yisrael? Till now we spoke about protection of private people that they are set, they, are, they wanted to settle in a settlement. But what is the protection for, uh, for what is the protection for the nation? What is the wall of the nation? This we find in the, in the, in the Pasuk in Shir Hashirim. In Shir Hashirim, we are saying the Pasuk, Ani Choma. Shadai Kamigdalot. This is uh, written in Perek Dalet. Ani Choma Shadai Kamigdalot. Explain the Gemara in Mesechet Psachim. What is the meaning? Ani Choma Shadai Kamigdalot. Who is the Choma and who is the Migdalot? Who is the towers? Says the Gemara. Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Ani Choma Zutora. Shadai Kamigdalot. Elu Talmidei Chachamim means to say that the, the wall of Am Israel, what is the wall? The wall is the Torah. The Torah is the protection of Am Israel. Yaakov Avinu, he wanted to teach his children that not only the Torah is a protection for their family, but he wanted to teach them that without Torah, there is no settlement at all. We cannot settle without Torah. Therefore, he showed it how he said to Yehuda, first of all, go and build the wall in Galut. Go build the yeshiva. They established the place of Torah in Eretz Goshen. After this, we will settle around. If they would have come, and first of all, they would have built their houses, and then they would have built the, the yeshiva, it wouldn't have shown this idea that, that the main, the whole settlement depends on the wall on the Torah. And now this is what Yaakov Avinu wanted to show. First of all, the wall. He wanted to parallel it to a walled city. What is a walled city? A city that first of all was built the wall and then the houses, because to show that the whole city depends on the wall. And here also the whole settlement the whole in, in Goshen depends on the yeshiva, on the Torah, that this is the protection of Am Israel 
of the family of Yaakov Avinu. From this idea, the Shlach HaKadosh, he learned a Musar, that every action that a person does, he should first of all think about Bore Olam. And he gives an example. When a person is building a new house, and usually the Syrians, when they buy a house in America, they don't uh, make a remond to the house. They take off the house. They destroy the whole house and they build a new one. And they are making a plan of the house. Says the Shlaha Kadosh, when you build a new house, you know what you should do? First of all, you should make a picture in your mind where in the house will be the place, the room or the, or the corner that you will sit and you will learn Torah there. And after this, around it, make the plan of the other rooms that they will be a place where you have, where is the place that you are going uh, to live and all the other, all the other uh, uh, need that you need in the house. Uh, well, first of all, the place where you are going to learn. This is the, the, the beam that holds the whole house. And this is also with everything, with business, with everything. For instance, this is what I used to say to people when they go to China or to all these places. First of all, before you choose the hotel where you are going to, say, to stay, first of all, look, where is the shul that you will be able to go and to pray and around the place that you are going around the shul, go and find a hotel that will be close to this place. To our students that are going, that they are planning to go back to, to the States back, everyone is preparing here in Israel what he's going to do in, in, the, in, 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 in abroad in, 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 in the United States. First of all, what I'm saying to them, prepare what you have to do with Bore Olam. Means, first of all, think where I'm going to learn Torah and who will be my Chavruta. And already speak with him. First of all, with the Chavruta. And with him, I'm going, with him, I'm going to be. And not, this has to be the first thing that we have to, that, that you should do. And after this, plan the other plans. With this, you will be able to join the way of Yaakov Avinu. First of all, the world, and then all the other things around. Shabbat Parashat Vayikash falls always before the fast of Asara Betevet. And there is a connection between the, uh, between the destruction of the Mikdash 
עשרה בטבת was the time that Nebuchadnezzar he made the siege around, around Yerushalayim and the, the, the siege, the Yerushalayim uh, hold was, uh, means the people were, they, they succeeded to hold around with the siege for around two and a half years. Ore Olam gave them two and a half years to do teshuva, but unfortunately they did not. This was the first sign, the first brick that was destroyed by making the siege around. You see in our parasha, in Perek Memhei, in Pasuk Yudaled, when Yosef met Binyamin, so the Pasuk says, Vayipol al tzavarei Binyamin achiv vayevk. Yosef fell on the neck on, of Binyamin and he cried. And Binyamin also cried with him. Says Rashi, something very strange, crying. I would have said they were crying because they didn't see each other a long time. Yosef even couldn't, maybe he didn't know Binyamin at all. So he met his brother, says Rashi now. They were, means Yosef cried. Why he cried, says Rashi. Al shnei mikdashot sha'atidim lihiyot bechelko shel Binyamin besofan licharev. He was crying, means he saw in vision that two Beit Mikdash are going to be in the area of Binyamin and they are going to be destroyed. And the question is here, now? This is the time to cry about uh, the Beit Mikdash that is going to be destroyed? Explained Baal Aruch HaShulchan. Aruch HaShulchan, he was a rabbi in the city of Novardok. Aruch HaShulchan is a book a series of books that explains the Shulchan Aruch, Maran Bet Yosef, and he adds a lot of nice explanations. It's a very important book. Everyone who has to learn to be a rabbi is using it. He was the father of the Baal Torah Tmima on the Chumash. Also very nice book. This is a book that first, one of the first books that Baal Torah Mima, he collected all the places in the Gemara and in the Medrashim that speaks about the Pasuk. And he, he showed, he explained there in his Perush, Torah Mima, the connection and why the Gemara explained it, the Pasuk in this way. Uh, and he gave a lot of chidushim over there. So explore Aruch HaShulchan, he has in Haggadah Shel Pesach, which is called Haggadat uh, Leil Shimurim. In, his, in this Haggadah, he writes there that the reason why Yaakov and why all his family is getting down to Egypt, all this thing, what was the thing that pushed it to go down means it was uh, Boreolam spoke and said to Abraham Avinu that all his children are going to be in a, in 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 in, a, in another country. He didn't mention Egypt in, in another country, and they are going to 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 work there and to be slaves there. But uh, the the 
what pushed it was the sinat chinam, the hatred, the unnecessary hatred that was between the brothers, between all the brothers and Yosef. And we know that Betnik, the second Bet Mikdash was destroyed because of Sinat Chinam, of the same reason that started between the brothers and Yosef. And the first Mikdash, he writes also that the Chachamim in the first time of Mikdash also they didn't respect one the other. So therefore, both of them uh, fell one on the other to show love and to strengthen the love and to push away the sinat chinam that was among them. I uh, want to wish everyone with the Birkat Shabbat Shalom. And I see in front of me one of my best uh, friends in the, in the state. Um, uh, and they used to wear to, to pray with me in SLC. Uh, what brought you to, 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 to be here with me? I don't know. So I want to thank also to Elliot, uh, Elliot Bracha, what brought you to stay with, to be with me, Chazak Baruch, and also for uh, to the brother-in-law of Dr. Mahadeb, um, father of Isaac Dweck, of, of uh, not Isaac Dweck, of Isaac Tawil. I want to tell you, hello, how are you? God will bless all of you. Hazak Baruch, have a wonderful day.